life-changing. I don't use those words lightly. I'm just kidding. I use those words pretty lightly because today we're talking about the life-changing magic of the Mission Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Grills. This is your number one source for accelerated learning. I'm joined by Ian Faison. It's Friday. It is Friday. It's a great, it's a great Friday for those of you listening all over the world. It really is. This is a special Friday. Do you know why? Why is that? Because it's the second week. It's the second week anniversary of the Mission Daily. That's a great point. That man, that is exciting. Can you believe we've only been doing it for two weeks? That I cannot actually believe that. It's pretty incredible. And the feedback has been phenomenal. The comments, the personal emails, the shares, that really, really means a lot. So thank you to everyone out there who has really in, started engaging and helping support the podcast in a big way. Yeah, we truly love every single one of our listeners. And if we can be helpful, let us know because... Yes, it's been a major, major uh, boost for us. And we are just so excited to see everybody uh, engaging and hearing what resonates with different people. That's awesome. So subscribe, rate, and review. And if there's one person in your life that you can share the mission daily with, we would really appreciate it. Uh, We're working hard to bring heavy hitting concepts to you every single day that you can use and apply. And today's episode is a great example of that. So think about who you want to become. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to have everything figured out. But what type of things do you want in your life? Today, we're going to go over something you can do today. Actually, a few things you can do today to help speed up that becoming. So this will, I guarantee that this will help free you up, free your mind, free your actions to get started on becoming whatever it is you want to do. Let me tell you a little story, Chad. You don't know this. Um, So my mom, amazing woman, shout out to my mom who's probably listening somewhere out there. Um, Most prized possession was my grandmother's chinaware, dinner plates. Okay. My grandma had them for a long time, super prized possession. Once my grandma passed away, um, we had, we paid every single, uh, you know, whatever, U.S. Postal Service or FedEx, I forget who it was, like every single Fred Gilet thing you could put on the box and it showed up and it was like actually in, like incinerated. It was like the every single plate, everything was just completely destroyed. Like completely, like just like not even like broken in half, like dust, dust, like actual dust. It was like you couldn't even, like someone had to have like on yeah. purpose destroyed it, right? So my mom, she like cries for like an hour, like stops crying. And then she's like, it's all right, Ian. They're just things. And just like moved on. And I was like, you are it. amazing. That is the ethos. And that is the philosophy behind this uh, today's episode, because things are all around us. We have stuff. It's wherever you're looking at right now, you're probably surrounded by your stuff. And what we don't realize sometimes is that our stuff can be something that is either holding us back or helping speed us forward. It can be things like you mentioned with the dishes example, something that can be very, very important to us because it contains so many different positive memories from the past. So wherever you're at, stuff plays a big part of your life. And the single book that we're focusing in, if you haven't been able to guess yet from the title, uh, the single book that we're focusing in on in today's episode is called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And it's written by Marie Kondo. Yeah, and who is Marie? I how, how do you find these things? <laughs> so this is an older book. It was uh, really popular. So most people listening are probably familiar with it. Um, but she was a, a consultant, um, I believe in Japan, who helps people get a hold of their stuff. So basically like helps them stop hoarding, helps them 
do an audit of what they want to keep, what they want to get rid of. Uh, she's very familiar and knowledgeable about feng shui, um, energy in rooms. So put on your woo-woo uh, hat and your woo-woo gear because <laughs> it's about that? to get... It's about You never heard the phrase like woo-woo about no. to describe certain California things? So like right before you break out the crystals and everything, that's when you like you warn oh, people like it's about to get woo-woo. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so, just kidding. I'm not, so, bring, not bringing out the crystals, so but when you, I was you know what I mean. Burning sage in my car before preparing <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> Um, yes. sage bundles you know we used to make sage bundles in my in my high school we they, we had this thing called the living laboratory and we actually made sage bundles i felt so in touch with the earth did you burn them afterwards or yeah and then you, you burn them and it smells great um okay so here's a question from marie or here's a uh quote from marie the question of what you want to own is actually the question of how you want to live your life yes so if you're listening out there and you're aspiring to do something new then you need a space that is conducive to who you're becoming. You need a space that is going to help pull you forward and remove any friction between you and your ideals. And in let's take it back to Fight Club, this type of reminder that the things we own end up owning us, uh, the best philosophers and writers have been telling us this for years and years because it's true. You stole my th- I was gonna I was gonna do that quote. It's it, but it's such a good quote and it's such a good reminder because we our actions are dictated by the things that we own, the things that are around us. And so start thinking a little bit about, do you have positive memories associated around something? Are the memories on balance neutral? Are they negative? Because last week, I think we were talking about, was it this book or, or something else where we were talking about getting rid of how you like choose like, okay, we got to get rid of this couch. I can't stand yeah, it. No, the, yeah, I was talking about... Um... Yeah, that's exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about this book and prepping for this. But I think it's so great. So she says, uh, keep only the things that speak to your heart. Then take the plunge and discard all the rest. By doing this, you can reset your life and embark on a new lifestyle. But like thinking about like, hey, let's say you have a, um, I'm trying to think. Like let's say your ex-boyfriend bought you the like iPhone 7 or something like that. Um, And you have a lot of negative things associated with that person or a tv or whatever why would you bring that reminder with you all the time an invitation to think about that and go down that rabbit hole every single day and your mind is easily distracted by these things like we as human beings are so easy and we're so good at especially visually seeing something and be and remembering everything associated with it yeah and smells too like your old couch that like you know you and you know your girlfriend used to sit on and watch netflix movies or whatever it is like get that thing out of your place and like obviously you know you might not have the means but you got to figure it out and that could be scary though because the thing is excuses always crop up and we can say like oh we don't have the means like the means to do what to get rid of something you definitely have the means to do that like you can physically get rid of it and then it becomes a question of like time do you want to make the the energy um it's a big investment and i think that what is stopping so many people and i'm again just speaking from my own personal experiences getting rid of those things i was i was fearful in a lot of ways because of imagine constraints. So thinking like, oh, we don't have a budget set aside for this new thing. Um, what if I get rid of it? Like, am I just closing off my past completely? Am I like not honoring these memories and things like that? Uh, but what I did lately was, I mean, we got rid of almost everything when we moved. Um, the last two times we moved, actually, we've done a really good job of like auditing things. And then I kind of fight and lobby let's call it lobbying <laughs> pretty aggressively to get rid of stuff every chance we every chance we get um so marie kondo has a great uh heuristic here to help you figure out what you want to save and what you want to keep so whatever you're looking at right now pick out like two to three things you 
are up in the air about that you might want to get rid of that maybe after listening to this episode, you're so inspired that you throw them out the window. I'm just, just kidding. Don't throw them out the window, but you're so inspired after this episode that you get rid of them or you double down on something that is your favorite and you put it in a place where you would see it uh, every single day. So here's the heuristic from Marie Kondo uh, to help you make those decisions that I've used it to great effect. It works really, really well. So pick out that item, either look at it in your field of view right now or physically pick it up and ask yourself, does this spark joy? Does it give you joy? Does it make you smile? If it does, keep it. But if it doesn't, get rid of it immediately. And we talked about the five second rule earlier. So get rid of it within five seconds because you will always find a way to rationalize and lean towards keeping stuff and hoarding stuff. And yeah, maybe not hoarding. I I use, I'm pretty aggressive with word choices sometimes, but. But I think like I am definitely, uh, sentimental as a person yes, as is as is my girlfriend we are both very sentimental people we're both the youngest children of of large-ish families and so when you're you're sent you got hand-me-downs your entire life uh everything was really was a hand-me-down from from like our brothers and sisters so like everything kind of carries meaning because sure. like a lot of the stuff in your life was given to you by the people that you love it's really hard to to get rid of that stuff because you yeah. remember the exact place but it's kind of like and the, the best stuff, though, you can keep. That's, that's the fun part is uh, almost, you know, setting aside. Because if you can find anything that you want to keep and hold on to, like, that's a major win. <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> that is a major, like, life win. You're winning all around if you have positive memories in general. Because there are a lot of people that are not even fortunate enough to have a couple uh, good memories to look back on. Or a couple things that they could, I mean, like, or yeah. a couple things that they could actually action. And like another way of doing this, the five seconds or less, and they're not, a, they're not a sponsor, but maybe someday good folks at FrameBridge, go get something <laughs> framed. Like if you go spend five seconds, go online right now and pay to get something framed. That's like yours, that's special to you. That was just either sitting on a, in a floor or in a drawer or on the floor. Or- it's like, that's how we honor and elevate things. And I, I think that that type of like decoration and taking care with the space you have that type of art has been lost i think with everyone it's never been easier to take and save a digital photo and video and as a result of that i think that there are a lot of people that don't take the next step which is putting it on the wall and like memorializing it in a way that says this is me this is who i am i'm proud of this this is like this was an accomplishment this was fun i saved up two years for that vacation whatever it is yeah, no, that's and, and like we I think too, I think we we get caught up in the stuff side side of things where you just want more stuff instead of in the like, what does this in the celebratory side of, of yeah. your stuff? Because, yeah, it's like we're trained to believe that all stuff is evil and all consumerism is bad and we're horrible people. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get it. But what is beyond that is figuring out like, don't feel guilty about it. <laughs> just fix it. And uh, just just move on. Do an audit of th- your things and just pick out one thing maybe today that you don't have positive memories associated with and get rid of it. And then pick out another thing that you do have positive memories associated with. So I'm, as I'm talking with Ian right now, I'm pointing to something that we have positive memories associated with that we literally need framed. Like we need to elevate that thing uh, and put it to a higher, yeah, a higher place in our stuff uh in our list of stuff. So. Are you are you're pointing behind <laughs> me? So is that Settlers of Catan or oh oh the, the, yeah I know now I know what you're talking about. It's beautiful, beautiful image yeah, beautiful, of Toasty. Yeah, illustrated uh, picture of Toasty here. Toasty um, the dog. So this brings us to the how we're doing it all here at the mission, which is through great sponsors and great companies whose products we use and love every single day. 
And a great example of that is Audible. They're the presenting sponsor of The Mission Daily. You can go to audible.com slash the mission, or you can text the mission to 500-500, and you can get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial membership. So Audible has a bunch of cool features, whether it's rollover credits or whisper sync or clips, uh, the ability to toggle the speed up and down. It's a really, really cool device. And if you use it to optimize for your health, wealth, and wisdom, you can find a lot of great books like The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. You should definitely get it. It's great. And it's one of those books too that if you have and you just, you talk about, uh, whether it's your spouse or your partner or your family or your kids, it's a book that helps you invite them into the conversation because let's, let's face it, getting rid of stuff in your life is hard. It's horrible. <laughs> it's just it's like, like packing for a trip. It there's is. A, for some reason, there's something like elemental about it that we absolutely hate, but it's it a is, psychological struggle and you will need to recruit co-conspirators for this challenge. If you're ever going to reduce the amount of stuff you have, you're going to need to get other people on the team. So having a book like the life-changing magic of tidying up, which is written by a woman who is in the top of her game, top of the world in this art, in this, uh, this science, if you want to call it that. And it's a great uh, conversation starter. It's a great excuse to get everybody in your team, in your family on board and starting to curate um, what you, what you have in your life. So and you can go to audible.com slash the mission or text the mission to five zero zero five zero zero and get started with a free 30 day trial membership. Go do it. Check it out. So how do we make this more applicable and actionable for everybody that's listening right now? So to finish my, let's flash forward a few years. Let's do it. Um, my mom had a second set of silverware. Uh, that's like kind of like, I think it's, it's definitely like partially silver. I don't know what the, what the terminology is. It's not like full silver, but it's like partially silver. And so what I wanted, and I wanted to kind of like, you know, have give a shout out to my grandma and my mom and all that. So she ended up giving it to me. This was something I think she bought it on eBay has absolutely no emotional significance to our family. But I was like, hey, I needed silverware. So I was like, these are really nice. And so me and my girlfriend use them every single day. And it reminds me of my mom and my grandma, even though it didn't, it, it wasn't theirs. It was my mom's for like a year in a drawer, um, still wrapped in like cellophane from eBay. But now it's like when I use it every single day, I think of my mom and my grandma. That's a great example of having something that where you have those positive memories associated with it every single day in your life. So this is something that we're going to explore more in depth in future episodes. But the idea is that you want to practice getting really good at advertising. So advertising is, again, something that we're told that is it's an outside industry and it's something that weird people do who are generally negative or trying to figure out how to sell us stuff. Um, so I would propose a different view of advertising. And this view of advertising is that it's a skill, it's a budding science. And in order to have the best quality of life possible, to increase your health, wealth, and wisdom, you have to learn about advertising and you have to practice advertising to yourself. So are you putting things in your day-to-day routine, in your environment that you're going to see and then have joy? So whether it's joy or whatever emotion you're optimizing for, start practicing advertising to yourself. So the silverware set, that's a great example of how your life becomes better every single day, how you, how you get that meaning that everybody wants. That's how you do it. And not only that too, another one of the things for me is like just being, feeling super fortunate and like blessed with the things I have in my life is like, I have these soup. This is probably be like the nicest silverware in like, you know, if it was like 1700, it would be like the king would have this type of silverware. And like, for me, it's like, do I need really nice, like 
like partially sterling silver who knows how much this is probably not expensive at all but the idea is like wow like this how decadent is life like this is crazy like i eat this super nice or eat from these super nice silverware but it kind of reminds me to be like a little bit humble and like wow you have everything you could possibly want because you're putting food in your face and you get you know that's healthy for you and you have a family that loves you not really much more than i need than that And that's one of the other unintended or maybe intended consequences of this practice is that if you start doing it and you start thinking about the things in your space, you become a little bit more conscious, which which inevitably sparks a little bit more gratitude and uh, generally all the good things we want. Yeah. Do you have any other other tidbits? uh, I think that just like I'm always fascinated about how do we make this more applicable to the point where people take action in the real world in, in a really positive way. So not you know, saying and getting excited on social media, although that's great. We love engaging with people. We do. love hearing from at people. At the Mission HQ. But I want to see, are you doing this in your own life? Like that's, you know, I'm challenging myself right now. I want to get rid of one thing and I want to pick one thing that has a lot of great memories associated with it and put it on my desk. I want to do that right now. So I want to throw that out to everyone listening. If there's one thing in your life that you want to get rid of, that you have those negative memories associated with, pick it out and throw it away today and do the same thing with a positive uh, thing or whatever it is where you have good memories associated with it. And an easy one, an easy, easy one for this is just if an ex gave it to you that you do not <laughs> like anymore, you're allowed to throw it out. We give you full permission. That's a great uh, shortcut. Yeah. Yeah. It's super easy. If someone gave it to just you let that it go. you do not like, <laughs> just like anymore, just, just get rid of it. Um Absolutely. So Chad, are you going to post something on uh, on the socials? On I am. The digitals? I'm going to get rid of something right now and then uh, post it. Yeah. All right. At Chad Grills. I don't think we've ever given our Twitter handles. At Chad Grill and at Ian Faison. Yes. Pretty easy. And uh, let us know. If you get into that and pick one thing bad and one thing good, uh, take a picture, snap it, and tag us. Yeah. We'll put in the newsletter some. Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. See you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.